Well, I have a cocktail and then I have a jug of water and then I had tea. Yeah. I do that too. Like I find I'll have. I wanted to like mix and match. Yeah, no, that's really weird because I've never met anyone else who does that. And I will have like a glass of red wine, a cup of tea, and then I'll have like maybe an orange juice or a, you know, like a a ginger. You might want like a a sip of wine, and then you're like, "Mm, palate cleansing tea. Oh my gosh! And then you're like, oh, have some nice fresh water. I honestly had no idea that anyone else did that. It's a grazing platter of drinks. Yes, and that's the thing. Like, you know how you want, like, snacks and you have different types of snacks? You might have, like, a little muesli bar on your desk. You might have an apple and then you might have some, you know, like a bag of crisps. You need, like, three different drinks to graze upon. Yeah, just like variety pack. Okay, okay, that, okay that's hilarious. This is why that's we're why friends. We're friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jamie. And I'm Charlotte. And you're listening to With, With Relish. so funny I had no idea about you how long have we been friends and I did not know that about you I'm just I'm I'm like an onion there's layers there's layers so many layers <laughs> down to that sweet sweet middle oh yeah <laughs> that oniony middle oh god that's so funny okay well um oh my gosh like we are starting season two of our podcast season two y'all I feel like we got through the bulk of season one in lockdown and we're starting season two in lockdown too it's it's all about the lockdown now it is but I also long distance podcast it is yeah and I honestly can't wait until we're actually back together again but hey we're making it work and that's all that matters but we're going to level two on Thursday yes season Two of the podcast going into level two of lockdown, which is awesome. God, I'm so ready for it. I'm so ready for everything. I'm going to get a haircut on Thursday. I'm <sighs> actually going to like tear up about it. I'm so excited. Really? Have you booked in for tu- uh, for this Thursday? Well, it's because I had it booked in for like the week I got back from Bali and it's just been pushed out and pushed out and pushed out. And Thursday <sighs> just happened to be when it got pushed out to like the third time. That's hilarious. I desperately need like, a haircut. Yes. yes, so much yes. Cut I've my hair off. That's so funny. I've already booked in a wax next week. Oh, girl. <laughs> I know. Logan's bo- a lucky man. I've booked in a wax for next week, and I've booked in a facial for the end of May, because I'm like, I need to get me a wax and a facial. I'm going to get put my hair cut in for once I get home from Dunedin, which is in like, you know, which will also be the end of May. But I'm just going to slowly ease into it, you know? Not gonna go not gonna go crazy. My hair is still cute. It's just it's cute but it's long. Like it's not some crazy haircut that I've I'm desperately needing to reshape. It's just long. That's all. So I'm See, not my hair takes so long to make it cute. Mm. Curly hair is not a quick thing. Yeah. So and I'm you've... like, just chop half of it off. Yeah, your hair's super long as well. My hair is the longest yeah. it's been in years. Like I was saying to you, I think this morning, wasn't it? When we were, well, yeah. yesterday on the phone even, I was like, it's like boob curtains now because I've been calling it boob, yeah. boob curtains because basically it's like if you're naked and you part your hair in, onto two sides down the front. You does can it cover, cover your boobs? Does it cover your boobs? Like do you have little tit curtains, like little nipple 
drapes. Tip nip, nip drapes. Yeah. But it's like. No, I like tit curtains. So we're going with tit curtains. Tit curtains. Cut your own bangs and just have tit curtains. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I, um, I'm so excited. And yeah, I'm just like, oh, I'm so ready for. I'm so ready for the world to sort of start getting slightly back to normal. Like, I've got all these vouchers for, like, bars and restaurants on my fridge because that's what people give me because they know what I like. Nice. And I'm just like, are you going to be open? Because my voucher expires in a month and I really want to use it. Oh, I want to <laughs> I just want too. a cocktail I didn't make myself or the yes. kids didn't make for me. Oh my gosh, I was saying the same thing to Logan the other night. I was like, I just want someone else to cook me dinner. Like yes. it could be it could be the most simple thing, like make me spaghetti bolognese, make me burritos, but I don't want to have to cook. I don't want to have to shop for it, store it, prep it, and then clean up after it. Do you know what I mean? I don't want to do any of that. Is I want to eat in a location that is not my house. Yes. Same. I'm like, so sick of it. I don't even have to eat. I just want to sit somewhere and have <laughs> I'll a just, drink I'll, not in my house. I'll have a glass of water on your menu, not at my house. Yeah, like I love my house. Like I, we've made our, our little rental very cute and I love it and I love being in it. But right yeah. now I just want to be somewhere else somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> well let's go somewhere else and talk about season two of our podcast yes do you do you want to say <laughs> season two of our podcast which is uh um you you pave the way pave the way my okay friend. season two it's gonna be amazing because it is drum roll <laughs> Hilariously named foods. Hilariously named foods. listeners on Instagram. I know. We didn't even come up with this. This was you guys. <laughs> we came up with it. We just let them choose. And what was the other one? We were going to do... Uh, extinct food. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've got some real Maybe that'll good... be season three. I've got some good stuff. If um, Yeah, I've, re- I've got some really good stuff for extinct foods. Found some very interesting information about that. But firstly, we're going to do season two is going to be all about foods with hilarious, ridiculous names. Because the world is serious right now and we just need some stupidly named foods. Yeah, we do. And I can't wait. So, so what have you got for us? I have got Toad in the Hole. Oh, God. <laughs> Gross. Do you know what Toad in the Hole is? This is probably the only thing that we'll talk about that I genuinely know what it is. And it's only because I hate it. My mum My used- mum also oh, hates my it. Oh, my mum's... Okay, gross. Okay, so your mum hates it as well. My mum used to make it for dinner all the time. And my sisters love it. And I hated it. It's so gross. There's like no nutrition in it whatsoever. See, that's hilarious because I remember loving it as a kid. And I know it involved sausages, but I don't really remember anything else about it apart from the fact that I loved it. And at some point, my mum started refusing to cook it because she thinks it's disgusting. It's so gross, Jamie. It's like, oh, fuck gross. I'll let you talk about it, mate. This is your section. I've got it here. Go for gold. So, the official word on the internet is that toad in the hole... Or sausage toad. 
<laughs> don't, don't reverse it. It's even worse. We've moved on from toady babies and now we have toady sausages. That's how you get toady babies. Oh, God. No, it's the worst. <laughs> it's a traditional English dish consisting of sausages and Yorkshire pudding batter, usually served with onion gravy and vegetables, which is why I fucking love it. Because... I- it doesn't surprise me that I was obsessed with this because I love Yorkshire pudding and I love gravy. So anything you put with those, I will eat. I love gravy and I love a good saucy, but I do I mean, not love want. <laughs> I do not want it the the way I remember it. Also, I don't like Yorkshire Yorkshire puds, but also See, I don't I feel like you just haven't had a good Yorkshire pud. We're gonna Maybe fix that's this when it. we're allowed to hang out again. Maybe that's it. And the thing is, is that the way my mum used to make it, it was just I just. The thing that stands out to me most is that we never had any veg with it. It was just the batter, the sausage. Like, I just remember it being a brown and creamy beige dish. It was brown and beige. And I'm like, those are two colors I can't stand. I feel like it's meant to be crispy on the top and you're meant to have, like, like roast dinner veggies with it. I just don't remember having veg with it. I mean, my mum might be able to shed some light on this. I I am going to go see her soon. I'm going to be like, what did you serve us for, you know, like alongside um, Toadie Mash? Wait, what's it called? Toad in um, the hole. Toad in the hole. That's it. Toad in mash. <laughs> I'm like, wait a second. What are we talking about? Toad in um, mash. I'm thinking of like mash. It. I'm thinking of mashed potatoes and that Toadie baby we saw on the plane that time. <laughs> oh god. Um. So like, I don't know. I just I can't remember any veg. But yeah. Anyway, sorry. Carry on. Yeah. No, no. Oh good. Oh good. I need to know about your vegetable situation. Yeah, I'll tell you. <laughs> um, so historically. The dish has also been prepared using other meats, such as rump steak and lamb's kidney, which... Oh, that's kind of weird. That's, yeah, I mean, nah. like, I'm, like, not gonna, like, shit on someone else's sort of cuisine, but that just sounds a bit weird. Like, isn't it traditionally made with sauce? Uh, traditionally, but historically, apparently, it's got variety. Oh. I mean, I'm not into entrails. Like, I totally eat it make with, made with rump steak. Mm. But I'm just not a kidney kind of gal. Nah, neither am I. No. No, 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 no. no. And apparently in America, toad in the hole refers to an egg cooked in the hole cut out of a piece of bread. But who the fuck knows what's going on there? Because they call scones biscuits and they put this weird white gravy on them. So I feel like they're just trying to prove that they weren't going to let Britain tell them what to do anymore. Oh, that's really interesting because I've totally seen like on Pinterest and stuff that whole, you know, bread with an egg in the middle of it. And I'm like, why? Just put the egg on the toast and eat the whole circle of toast too. Like, what? what? My brother-in-law makes it for my nephew. And I'm like, well, what do you do with the bit of bread that was in the middle? What do we do? It's just wasteful. But what do you do with the bread hole? Can someone tell us? Does anyone serve that? That you make solely from bread holes? I don't know, but I'm not about to chuck out a bread hole. Like, I would, like, no. feed that like, to, like... make a tiny club sandwich or something. A teeny round club sandwich. Or, like, worst case scenario, like, feed it to, like, the local bird. Like, the birds might want a bread hole, but I don't think the bin no. needs bread holes. bread is really bad for birds. Don't don't feed bread to birds. But, it's like... For them. It makes bacteria grow on the water and stuff. But, like, I just feel like that's such a waste. Like, what do you do with it? I don't America, America. Someone Why? Please, please tell they just like, love wasting food. 
Like, I'm sorry, American friends. I love you. And this is not your fault. But y'all just love wasting food. We need clarification on this. I'm still yeah, what weirded you out by it. Butthole? Moving on. Moving on. Very strange. The question is, the real question is not where, where does the bread hole go? The question is, why is any non-amphibian-based food called toad in the hole? Mm. Yeah. So what there are the some theories. I've got a good five theories here. Oh, my Lord. Okay. Yeah. So Lay them on one. Me. Lay them on thick. I will. Like an egg on a holy piece of bread. Yeah. <laughs> so theory one. Some say that toad in the hole originates from the town of Elmouth. I'm pretty sure that's not how you say it, but who puts an N and an M together like that? Oh my god. <laughs> how do you spell uh, it? A-L-N-M-O-U-T-H. It's probably like Elmuth. Elmuth. El- Elmuth. Elmuth, yeah, thanks. So I think so. Let's go Elmuth in Northumberland, Ooh. where the local go- golf course was overrun by Nana Jack Toads. Huh. During a round of golf, a golfer putted his ball. The ball rolled into the hole, only to leap back out. An angry toad raised its head, righteously pissed off. An <laughs> inconsiderate golfer had whacked a ball into the hole he was napping in. <laughs> the chef at the hotel the golfers were staying in thought this was fucking hilarious and created a dish to memorialize the moment, baking sausages and batter to appear like toads poking their heads out of golf holes. That is hilarious. I loves me a toad. I really do. Like, I love toads and frogs and I don't know. I just think toads are really cute. (laughs) They're a bit misunderstood. I feel like everyone thinks they're these gross, warty, like, slimy things. And I mean, they kind of sort of are are a little. Some of them are just badass. Yeah, but I just think, I don't know, toads are cute. I I just think they're ugly cute. Yeah, they're just misunderstood, you know? Mm. Yeah. So, owl mouth. Owl mouth. It's really interesting. Elmuth. Elmuth? Elmuth. Shit. If we say it enough, it'll be true. Elmuth. I'm literally looking at the words trying to like say it. Like my tongue is just not like Elmuth. No. Okay. I think. Yeah. So A-Town. A-Town thinks it was born there. But was it really? Because all the way back in 1762, a toad in the hole recipe was printed alongside the statement that it was a vulgar name for a small piece of beef baked in a large pudding. So theory two is that methinks the toad and the hole are metaphors, metaphors, metaphors for something more anatomical. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Small beef, large pudding, eh, eh? Oh my lord. Yeah. So that's 1762. That's pretty old. Damn. But we're going back even earlier. Because okay. 1747. Uh, Hannah Glass's The Art of Cookery, which we mentioned when we were talking about aspic, yeah. listed a recipe for pigeon in the hole. Oh, which yes. predates toad in the hole. So maybe people were all like, ew, pigeon. But yay, sausage. That's so but calling it sausage in the hole sounded far too risque, so they decided to go with toad instead. I agree. Sausage in the hole is... Um, I would order sausage in the hole. If that was on a menu, would you? Would you genuinely... <laughs> I, I would. would. I would ask... It sounds like a glory hole. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I would ask the waiter. It's something to, you order in a public toilet. I would. Oh god! I would ask the waiter to like describe it to me in detail. I'd be like, "Tell me about sausage in the hole." Yeah, please tell me. And what can I serve it with? What would it be best yeah. paired with? Paired with any wine, yeah. sir? I'm assuming my waiter is a man. Sorry, um, but I, but I just think I yeah I don't know. Saucy in the hole is not the best. Saucy in the hole. Saucy in the hole. <laughs> can we get that on some bike shorts? I'm just gonna say it every episode. Just, no, on the crotch of some uh, on the crotch of some underwear. Oh yeah, that's even better. Great thinking, yeah. mate. You're yeah, the, you're, the you. you're the designer. You're the designer. Your talents are showing through. <laughs> I know. I'm all about your novelty underwear. Totally. Oh, oh, funny. Moving on to theory four. Likening, Likening the appearance of this. I cannot talk at the moment. I'm out of practice because I'm by myself all the time. <laughs> I'm else like, what are these words? That's so funny. <laughs> theory what? four. Likens the appearance of sausages poking through batter to the way toads wait for their prey in their burrows. It's just poking out. I just can't. I can't so take it's just it seriously. A sausage toad waiting to pounce on you out of some batter. Like after you, girl. I think it's the I think it's the the comment of toads poking through batter that I'm just like <laughs> I just I just can't. It's too much. I'm blushing. Small piece of baked lard pudding. <laughs> oh man, this and dish. Rounding it out with theory five. Okay. Toad in the hole is possibly named after the antediluvian toad, a phenomenon of live frogs or toads being found encased in stone, which was a scientific fad of the late 18th century, perhaps mimicked by encasing a sausage in batter. Okay, that's bollocks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel but like that's just someone who's bored who's come up with this. That's theory. what uh, foodsofengland.com tells me. Oh, God. Sorry, foodsofengland.com. That just sounds like absolute shite. <laughs> Personally, I like the golf course theory. Same. Or the vulgar anatomy theory. Same. Those are my two personal faves. <laughs> No surprises. No surprises. Oh my gosh. So that's Toad in the Hole. I love National it. Treasure of Britain. <laughs> National Treasure. Love it. I yeah. thought that was so interesting. But also, I can't stand that dish. Like, it's just so brown. There's so you know, much I'm brown. I'm just making a mental list of foods that you hate, and I'm going to have you over for dinner, and we're going to have Toad in the Hole. And jelly. <laughs> There's honestly not that many of them, though. I feel like I actually eat most things. It's but just. I, but if there's instinct. a food you hate, I find it. Yes, you actually do. Did, I, did you just? Did you just hear something like really crackly? I punched my microphone by accident. <laughs> Wait, everything's a little bit crackly on my end. So. Oh God. I didn't I'm really going. Notice. I'm going a bit nuts. I ate a whole bowl of brownie and I think the sugar rush is hitting me so I'm just oh, gonna punch delicious. my microphone mm. delicious um what's um what's number two? Oh, I'm intrigued so, oh, oh you're gonna love I can't this. wait you're I can't wait okay tasty one okay tasty <laughs> so now we've discussed holes with things in them mm-hmm. let's talk about things that go in holes oh okay like dicks <laughs> spotted dicks to be precise 
<laughs> I knew you'd do something like this. Okay, <laughs> let's try and count. How many times does Jamie say dick during this podcast? Like, I'm on brand. I'm like, nothing if on brand. It's like up to number four right now. So, okay, yeah. go. What is it? Okay. What was it called? Spotted dick? Spotted dick. And everyone okay. is allowed to drink whenever I say the word dick. Penis. Oh, okay. Give everyone t- like two seconds. Go to back to the wine. beginning and do it with sausage as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. We need to make sure we tell people that. Get a glass of wine like prior to or what your beer, whatever, whatever your potion of choice is, and bring it back to this spot that you're drinking it at and listen to our podcast and drink. Drink, drink, drink. You might need two glasses because I said sausage a lot and we're about to get into dicks. True. Okay. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. <laughs> it's also, a Saturday night activity. <laughs> also, yeah, don't listen to this podcast at work and drink, obviously, because you might get in a bit of trouble. But also, I genuinely have no idea what spotted dick is, so I'm really excited. Wow. Spotted dick. Is a spongy steamed pudding that's okay. made with suet instead of butter. Oh. It's flavored with a hint of lemon and gains its sweetness from currants, thus the spots. Oh my gosh, really? This is full mm-hmm. on like lemon spotty dessert. Yeah, lemon and currant steamed pudding. Oh my god, that's so interesting. I thought you were going to do something savory. Nah, bro. Oh, okay. All right. I'll carry on then. Yeah. Sorry I interrupted you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and from what I can tell, it's basically illegal to serve it without custard. Because oh. what is a dick without some warm goo? Oh, yeah. Of course. Well, I mean, it's sponge, right? you got to douse it. you got to yeah. baptize it's that in something. And it's a dick. Like, it's got to have some warm fluid on it. Yeah. It's, it's got to be moist. <laughs> it's got just about to say you gotta moisten it up it's gotta be moist how hilarious it does um i'm so can oh my god i want to eat it so bad oh just wait just wait i feel like the name spotted dick requires some foreplay yeah let's take it slow and get intimate (laughs) with the word pudding before we get a grip on the dick part okay tell me tell me more so pudding comes from the Middle English word poding and the old French word boden, which are both words for sausage. What? Yes. This is, I'm dead. I am in the you ground. You see how I'm linking it back? I am deceased in the ground right now. <laughs> <laughs> and surprise, surprise, because of this, pudding has been a slang word for penis since at least the 15th century. I'm dead. Pudding dick. It's a thing. I'm dead and gone. In the ground. Down I go. Down, down I go. Into the dirt. Just keep digging because in 1682, writer Thomas de Urfay complained that too much sex left little more than the skin of his pudding. Oh, oh, that is so gross. And playwright Don Cook made jokes about insatiable women whom two puddings could not satisfy in 1611. What? It just goes deeper and deeper. I love a two pudding gal. That is insane. I mean, as as women who quite often go out and just order two desserts, does that make us insatiable women whom two puddings could not satisfy? A hundred percent. I'm so like, (laughs) yes, for this. How greedy. (laughs) How greedy. 
And penal pudding euphemisms are responsible for the lovely phrase pulling one's pud, which has described masturbation since around 1911. Pulling your pud? You can also pull someone else's pud, just in case you were wondering. I love this so much. I am never, ever going to be able to think about spotted dick in the same way again. Or pudding. I'm like all for it. A hundred percent. It's great. And pudding is equal opportunity. It's also been used uh, as slang for the vulva since at least 1535, when some asshole called J. Bale Comedy wrote about eating dirty puddings and everything in that has a Y because it's oldie fashioned-y. Huh. So, oldie fashioned Stop implying women are dirty, you fuck Muppet. Yeah. Like, it's a great pudding. It's not a dirty pudding. Yeah, it's freaking awesome. Yeah. So, it's pretty obvious why pudding would allude to a penis because it was also the word for sausage. But less so why it meant vulva and vagina once the definition of pudding brought in to include, like, sweet spongy dishes. Mm, true. I can only assume it's because both are soft, warm, and fucking delicious. I can so relate to this. Like, I love it. Yeah. Love it, love it, love it. It's one of the truths of life. It really is. I just, is it weird that I'm still baffled that spotted dick is a sweet dessert, like a pud? A little bit. I thought that was like, that's all I knew about it was that it was a sweet food. That's so funny. I had no clue. Like I've heard of this before and I don't understand how I have never, I don't know how I assumed that and how I've like never actually researched it before and gone, oh, well actually that's not a savory dish that you thought it would be. It's a pud. It's a pud. And now we're all like familiar with the pud. Let's find out how it turned into a dick. Okay. So the Old English name for pudding, as we discussed, pudding, also included puddig or puddick. Puddick. And people are lazy, so puddick was shortened to dick. And once you add currants, ta-da! It's spotted a spotted dick. dick. A spotted, it's a spotted dick. Dick. <laughs> dick, 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 dick. Spotty, 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 spotty. That was sculling. You all had to scull just there. Oh, yeah. Shit. Everyone's going to be smashed by now. It's going to be great. You're going to be so funny. Oh, I'm going to be so funny. What a tough act to follow. Is there any other spotted dicky goodness? Uh, there's there's a, little, a little tiny bit left. Oh, go, go for gold. One, one last... Two last tidbits, in fact, just to make sure we've got a real handle on the subject. Yeah. So in the English Parliament dining room menu, Spotted Dick has been renamed to Spotted Richard to spare MPs blushes, which is <laughs> hilarious because from what I've heard, they're total perverts. I'm like, that is hilarious to me. Hilarious. And also the Scottish call it a Spotted Dog Pudding. Oh, which is God. way cuter, but also far less hilarious. Why did then it Dick? Why did it have the word dog involved? Because Puddog oh, was one of, of the words for pudding. And so the English were like, Dick! And the Scottish were like, dogs. Oh, fuck. Oh, my Lord. Okay. All right. I get you. <laughs> so there you have it. We've got holes, we've got toads, we've got puddings, we've got dicks. We've got something for everyone. Oh my gosh, we're about to get it so much. It's a non-binary pudding. (laughs) It knows who it is. It's straight up. 
It's not straight. It's all over the place, Charlotte. Yeah, well, it's not straight <laughs> up. It's, you know. It, Pudding's it, very open. It knows who it is, though. It's a confident. It does. It's confident. It's, you know, it walks the talk. It's moist. Probably doesn't walk, then. It probably splushes. I feel Splush. like it just, like, oozes. Yeah, probably. Sweat <sighs> slightly. <laughs> You sweats. Um, oh, gross. I was, oh, gross. My mind. Not sorry. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, my gosh. Those were friggin' awesome. I am, like, so, I feel so clued up now. Like, now all I want to do is, like, read more about Toad in the Hole and Spotted Dick. You just want to go to someone and be like, hey, you want to eat my Spotted Dick? Yeah, a hundred percent. I'm gonna make one for Logan. I'm gonna make him a spotted dick because I actually think he's gonna like, eat your dick. I, I I actually think, despite its name, it sounds it sounds really yummy. Like it sounds I mean, very. You know old me. Old. I love a dick. Yeah, and I love pudding. Same so, and lemons. Same. That's the thing. That's the thing that caught me off guard. I was like, wait, what? It's a citrus dick? I love citrus. It's a citrus dick. Uh, it's a tang. Yeah, it's totally got <laughs> tang. Oh, it just keeps getting better and better. Oh, cool me down. <laughs> and custard. It finishes with custard. Oh my god, I'm going to fall off my chair. <laughs> and custard. And custard. Oh my god, I'm so I've got a wet face. Like my tears are just everywhere right now. <laughs> I need some Kleenex. Um Okay, well to, to carry on to carry on, we're gonna start with dinner and um carry on to dessert with my Ooh, uh, top, I like it. with my top picks today. So um today I'm gonna talk about Limpin Susan. Do you know what Limpin Susan is? As in like, uh, like, as in like limping, like you got a bit of a limp, limping Susan. I I do not. Well, I love southern, like southern food. Of course, it's southern. Yeah, so I, I feel loved... like limping Susan was like a cowgirl who got <laughs> caught in an electric fence. Well, funny, funny story is that through my research, I'm just gonna put it out there that still to this day. No one seems to know who Susan was. So I know. So I've literally scoured the depths of the internet. Like I've looked through the underbelly and I still couldn't find anything. And everything I read was that no one knew who Susan originally was. But this is a classic South Carolina sort of Charleston. Apparently that's where it is, um, you know, eaten the most and kind of where it seems to date back to like the pinpoint on the map seems to sort of come from the Carolinas um and I I've never actually tried it I've eaten a lot of southern food and I've traveled quite extensively through the south and I've never actually tried it but it features have rice have you ever seen it on a menu yes Yes, okay. I, I so have it's seen it. like a it. thing that, that's like out there and it, it exists in the world. I've seen restaurants doing versions of it. Now, the thing with what we'll get into is that it's basically like comfort food that's from way back. Like it's a dish that was made with what you had available. And of course, with the dark, you know, dark history of the South, um, 
it's you know it was born out of necessity and so when I did see it on the menu I was kind of a little bit like uh I don't know if I'm weirdly okay with that anyway I feel like I'm jumping ahead a few bullet points but basically this dish features rice and I've always called it okra do you call it okra or okra I'd never actually had to say it out loud. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, I call the I call the vegetable okra. Um, like you say, okra, I think of the wise lady from the um, dark crystal. Ah, yeah, true. Is her name two very okra? different things? Oh yeah, no. Well, this is okra. So, have you ever seen what it looks like? No. So it looks like a big green pod. Like it's like a big sort of green. Oh. It kind of looks a little bit like a, um, like a green chili pepper, but it's like a different shape. Um, and it basically, um, okra and rice is the the basis of this dish apparently. And um, Limp and Susan was. It was often called the wife or the cousin's dish. I know it's a bit of food incest going on. And it was mm. often called the wife or the cousin dish of Hop and John. Now, Hop and oh. John is another dish, which is kind of similar, but it's made up of peas and rice. So you've got peas I've heard and of rice. Peas and rice. Yeah. So you've got peas and rice, which was Hop and John. And then you've got rice and okra, which is Limp and Susan. But I just, I honestly couldn't find anything out about who Susan and John actually were. There's like little kind of like backstories, but it just, there were, there was not enough um, there for me to actually be I like, oh, I think this is it. I wonder if it's because at in that time <clears throat> period, in that, you know, awful situation. Yeah. It's it some... was an oral storytelling tradition. That's what I'm thinking. a lot thinking. of that tradition was like smashed out. Absolutely. Uh, by and... their oppressors. And so maybe that root of wherever that came from has been lost because they weren't allowed to tell those stories. Yeah. That's what I'm wondering. It's like with, you know. Which with... is really sad. Well, with pretty much all good southern food there's always gonna be <clears throat> some extremely deep sad dark yeah. history behind it because of well, where it's come from is dark and sad it is yeah and so we definitely can't talk i feel like it's my duty we cannot talk about this dish without that without acknowledging that without acknowledging that absolutely yeah. yeah and so the main focal point of this dish is the okra which is it's commonly associated with southern cooking like creole and cajun cooking and it was apparently originally introduced into the southern region from the slave trade sometime in the 1600s so it's been around and it's been eaten for a while um and this pod is a native of africa and the middle east which makes sense because obviously that's, that's where, where slaves from. That's where well, slaves that's where were they enslaved people. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah, and brought them over. Um, and so this dish was born out of using what was available and necessary and what came over on boats and things like that. Um, and yeah, so like oh, I mentioned before, okra is like the, these big green seed pods. They're about three to sort of 10 inches long. They're quite oh, big. Oh, they're big. They're big, Eight yeah. This is like almost a yeah, and when you cut them in the middle, like when you cut it in the middle, like widthwise, and you open it up, it kind of looks like a little bit of a star. Like it's got like a slight star oh. shape to it. 
Um, and it's a tender kind of unripe seed pod that you'd use as a veggie. You'd fry it up. It's got this really unique texture to it. And it's got quite a like sweet sort of interesting flavor. Um, and the super interesting thing about it, and I've seen this before, and I never knew how to cook them properly until I'd read more about it. But when you cut okra in half, the pods have this really thick, clear it's clear goopy juice that just thickens out everywhere and like it literally just like gushes out of these pods and that is what's it sounds disgusting it's kind of like Like aloe vera juice it's like aloe vera juice it's like aloe vera slime that comes out of okra and that was what thickened stews like like gumbo that's what would like thicken stews and i don't know like to me, okra tastes completely different to the way that I saw it um, described, but apparently it tastes like asparagus mixed with eggplant, and it's got this kind of sweet oh, texture. Oh, yeah, that sounds yum. It's really yum. Okra is delicious. Um, and when you look at Limp and Susan, basically it just it looks like a southern-styled fried rice. That's what it looks like. Um, oh, yeah. And I'm it just, with that. Yeah, and it's like that's what I've read about and it's kind of like it, you know depending on the kitchen that you grew up in it would take all these different forms I've also seen it with red beans included into it oh, I don't know I love beans and rice same so, so delicious um so so good and yeah it would always have rice and okra in it but it would often also have either bacon or pieces of pork or like a handful of shrimp tossed in or um yeah like it would like sometimes pasta puttanesca it's just like whatever you've got at the time I think so yeah and it was you know like I've seen some recipes that looked kind of moist like more like a risotto and then you know with stock and stuff added and then I've also seen like really drier versions of it like kind of just like a stir fry yeah yeah so it's kind of just like do what you like yeah and I think originally Totally. And I think it was originally sort of a thing that had shrimp used in it because of where it's come from, like South Carolina, North Carolina, they're right on the coast. They've got the sea islands that are just off there. um, And it's, you know, they're right next to the ocean. So that makes sense that the dish was originally used with some shrimp tossed in as well. Um, And yeah, like, like, do you know what I mean? Like in Louisiana down there as well. Yeah. Like it's, all, it's all right on the it's coast. What they had. So that makes sense that it did have um, some seafood chucked in there too. And I found this really interesting piece of info out. According to the website gardenandgun.com, um, oh. they said that this lady named Sally Washington was an old-fashioned cook whose cooking, according to the authors of 200 Years of Charleston Cooking, was a one-of-a-kind woman who would make basically she was like a genius in her own right and basically made the most incredible limp and susan you could find and that it was made of four ingredients bacon rice okra and water and basically it was like the most amazing thing in the world and i tried to find more info out about sally washington couldn't because i'm like what is wrong with the internet i just don't understand i wanted to deep dive this dish so much but i just couldn't find as much info out as I wanted to. And I almost bought three different online versions (laughs) of recipe books just so that I could read some more about it. Um, But to me, it's just, I I don't know, like 
Google would bring up so many recipes using the same basic ingredients. So I definitely got a feel of like what a Limpin Susan should taste like and consist of. And to me, it's definitely one of those things that should not be made fancy. Like No, it sounds like it's one of those things that you're like, it's cold, it's dark, I just want something that I know. Yeah, absolutely. And like at the end of the day, it's a basic food that was used to sustain and like keep people full and it was created from those who didn't have a lot yeah and like I I don't know I just I got I had I had so many feels when I was reading about this dish I just personally I personally just feel like it's a disservice to jazz this dish up like respect it as it is respect the history that made this dish as it's meant to be and like it's rustic it's simple it's share and just like share it with people do you know what I mean like I feel like it's the kind of dish that you're like family dish yeah like don't make it fancy serve it up rustic style share it with as many people as you can talk about it like I don't know I just got this real feeling after reading about this dish that I just thought I want to make this and I want to like I don't know I just feel like I want to you know I want to try it myself and and see what all the fuss is about because apparently it's freaking delish make it yes also they at the avondale markets which are like five minutes ten minutes max from where i live um they're these crazy amazing markets that we have on sunday for those who don't live in auckland um and they like the otara market they are, yeah, and they sell oh. fresh okra. I see it there every t- single time I go, and I always think to myself, God, how the, hell, how the hell do I cook it? That's the thing that I always thought about. So I've only ever had okra made for me. I've never cooked it myself, and I never knew how to prepare it properly. And I always just got really scared of the goop. So <laughs> so I'm just going to – It's not like you to shy away from some uh... – Goop. <laughs> Don't tell everyone, but I'm going to totally make Limp and Susan now that I've like read about this dish. I'm like, oh, I want to do it. Like. I will. So that Take was a like, photo. I will totally. In fact, I'll just invite you around so you can have some. Yes. We'll please. eat it. We'll eat it. We'll eat it. And then. I know. Oh my gosh. I'm so like hungry for it right now. Um, <laughs> do you want to know what my dessert is? Yes. Okay. I'm all about the dessert. I know. Same. I'm like loving savory dishes, but I'm all about that sweet life at the end of the day. I am always here for dessert. Yay. So my dessert's name is, and you're going to guess what you think it is, okay? Okay. You ready? Okay. Okay. It's called Blueberry Grunt. (laughs) 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 It's called Blueberry Grunt. I think that's what happens after the spotted dick finds the toad in the hole, (laughs) is they do the blueberry grunt. They do the blueberry grunt. It sounds like a really specific dance move. Drop a low and do the blueberry grunt. I feel like Chubby Checkers sings the blueberry grunt. Yes, it does have that kind of like weird sort of almost like rockabilly, like like spin around like and make her do the blueberry grunt. Yes. Yeah. Oh, rest in peace. You know he died? I know, I know. Oh, 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 oh. oh God. Rest in peace, little Richard. He would have loved to sing the blueberry grunt. He would have. Well, Good golly, Miss Molly did the blueberry grunt. She did the blueberry grunt, all right. Do you want to know what it is, or should I just uh, launch on in? Um, 
Can, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a serious guess. Okay. okay. Um Blueberry Grunt. I feel like it's some kind of stodgy like bread kind like a banana bread but with blueberries. <clears throat> Very close, but not quite right, my friend. Oh yes. Mm, um, okay. No toad in the hole. And I've actually got a little <laughs> no toad in the hole. <laughs> But I've actually, weirdly enough, I have a bit of a story about this one, which is why I was like, oh, I'm doing the grunt. So I first became aware that this food actually existed after. Can you shut up? I'm trying to talk. (laughs) I'm going to do the grunt. Is that what it was? I got to get my shit together. I got to get my shit together. (laughs) Just get it out. Take it. Okay. Go now, go now. Sip of your cocktail. Go now. Okay, so I first became aware. I'm going to try and talk really loudly to get through Jamie's laugh. Um, I first became aware of this food after an old boss of mine went on a trip to Canada. And then it was actually Nova Scotia, to be exact. But Of course bought, it was. Of course it was. Nova Scotia. Um, and actually, he bought this recipe book back for me. And it was this very simple, kind of like cheaply bound together, nothing fancy about it, community recipe book that was clearly made by a local Susan or a local Karen who had this bunch of great recipes up her sleeves. And he bought this recipe book back for me because obviously he knew I was into my baking. Um, And he parked it on my desk at work one day. And I remember I came in and he had opened it on the page of Blueberry Grunt. And he'd left this post-it note that just said something ridiculous, like, lol, Blueberry Grunt. And I just remember being like, what the hell is this? You know he bought it just for that recipe. Oh, I just honestly. And also, my great grandma mm. Anne lived in Nova Scotia for a while in a mining hut, and she killed a bar. Well, I honestly think she probably knows what a blueberry grunt is. So, like, I bet she she had something to do with that community cookbook back in the day. Most likely. Um. Mm-hmm. Now, the exact origins of a blueberry grunt are very unclear. Oh, also, I haven't actually told you what the fuck a blueberry grunt is. So you haven't rolled you've gone to banana bread in Nova Scotia. <laughs> <laughs> so this is like it's like if you grabbed a whole bunch of fresh Bless you, Logan. Logan's behind me. Playing. Is that what that was? <laughs> Logan's, Logan's behind me playing on his VR kit and he just sneezed. So that's him. <laughs> anyway. Um, he was just trying to give you the spotted dip from behind you. Yeah, Hi, exactly. Hi, Logan. Hi, everyone. Hi. Hi. Um, so, the, the, so basically a blueberry grunt is, imagine if you take a whole pile of fresh blueberries and you simmer them in a pot with sugar oh. and like lemon and vanilla essence and things like yes. that. Sugs, you boil them all down and then you make little like puddings, like you make little kind of um steamed dumpling things and you pop them on top of the blueberries as they're cooking and then you I think you bake it off from memory but anyway it's basically what we would think like for me that sounds very similar to a cobbler does that sound like a cobbler to you it does kind of does it go like crispy or is it more like dumpling it's like a crispy biscuit sort of topping ah it's like it's like a fruit sponge 
it's very similar. So you should look up pictures. Look up pictures of the blueberry grunt. But anyway, the okay, grunt. Wait. I'm going to look it up right now. It's a very easy, basic dessert, and it was called a grunt because the blueberries make. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. it's like a blueberry cola. Right, that's what I thought when Yum. I looked at it. But the blueberries make like a Fucking grunting, young. grunting kind of sort of simmering, gurgling <laughs> noise when uh, they're cooking. <laughs> I love how you're making like blueberry sex noises, and I'm just like <laughs> blueberry grunt. <laughs> I don't even know how to make like a grunting noise. <laughs> oh how my do you God. make a grunting noise? I don't know. I don't know if I want to try oh. anymore. My throat hurts. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> the exact origin. It just reminded me of Tim the Tallman Taylor, like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <sighs> My name is Blueberry Grunt. Apparently, it can be made over a campfire. Oh my god, can you stop reading about it? I'm telling you about it. Oh, sorry, the... okay, I got carried away. Minimize. Look at a picture. Yeah, minimize the damn screen, woman. It's gone. Now, it's gone. It's gone. Things... Okay, so the exact origins of the Blueberry Grunt are quite <laughs> unclear. They're a little hard to pinpoint, and some claim. It was first made by early colonial settlers in Canada, and it's like an adaption of the British pud using local ingredients. Now, it's just a blueberry dick, isn't it? I think it's very similar to a blueberry dick, yeah. So there's that sort of little um, <laughs> exact <laughs> origin story. And then there's also the, some that say it originated as a form of Arcadian forage food. Um, and for those who don't know, Arcadia oh. was a colony of New France, basically. It was basically like a colony of people. And yeah. So basically in Northeastern North America. Um, I feel like I'm just rambling on, but like I'm just right into my geography. <laughs> right into my geography right now guys <laughs> oh god just kill me now i'm so you tired lost me when you started talking about <laughs> northumberland or whatever i just like uh, nova scotia <laughs> nova scotia um so the grunt i was working yeah. in nova scotia but once you brought in two places i was like no basically the very top right hand side of Canada, so it's like right above, you know, Maine. Do you know where Maine, <laughs> Maine is in America? It's America. America. It's just above the giant maple leaf. Yes, there you go. Okay, so that's kind of the sort of area that you're looking at as to where the grunt came from. Now, <laughs> I've told you how the grunt yes, got its name, and basically. Canada, if you didn't know, my friend, is the world's largest producer of wild blooms. So, naturally, this dessert that. this dessert was born out of what was available. I and it go was, to fucking Canada. Same, love me some blueberries. And like this love dessert, me some Canadians. <clears throat> this dessert is like super, super popular in blueberry season, obviously. Yes. Um, but thanks to um 
Nova Scotia and the fact that it can grow friggin' awesome blueberries. I and love the fact you call it Nova Scotia. I know. Like I just extra think it's just syllable is Nova so Scotia. hard. I know, but Nova Scotia's official Scotia. Nova Scotia's official berry is the wild berry. Like it's actually like they oh. have a they have a wild blueberry for its official kind of like cute. berry, which I think is very cute. It's kind of like it's kind of like the wild blueberry capital of Canada, basically. That's um, adorable. Nova Scotia, you cutie. I know, isn't it sweet? There's also two other really strange fucked up names for blueberry grunt, just in case you Tell were interested. Me. It's also called slump. <laughs> I've actually like, heard of slump. And it's also called fungi, like F-U-N-G-Y, fungi or slump. Slump is where I've been for the last two weeks. Same. In lockdown. <laughs> Same. I haven't eaten slump lately. And Gunji is what I look slump. like because I've got a struggle bun and no. I'm wearing an ugly hoodie over a dress and they do not match. No, mate. It's called, f- it's fungi, not Gunji. Yeah. Oh, Gunji. <laughs> I was like, um, I don't know where I got Gunji We're not from. talking about like your personal appearance right now. We're talking about this dessert. Gunji <laughs> just reminded me of Gunji. Gunji. Fungi, I think yeah. it's fungi, fungi. I think or I fungi. look fungi. It's kind of like fungi, like a mushroom. Yeah, like I know. But it's like fungi, it's a fungi. Fung- fung- fungi. It's a fungi. I don't know. I don't know how to say that. But if someone knows, please, please tell us. Um, and kind of just before I just before I wrap this shit up, typically <laughs> you'd serve it obviously with something you know, moist, like ice cream or whipped cream on top. Or custard. Or custard. <clears throat> mm. I think so. Mm. Yes, delicious. Um, Love a custard. And another amazing thing, because it's basically blueberries and, like, tea biscuit dumpling things, it's, you know, it's intended as a dessert, but you could also eat that for brekkie. Oh, I don't have any distinction between time of day foods like yeah. i've been eating veggie soup for breakfast i'll eat dessert for lunch i love foods the idea don't have it. a time of day to me they're just, just foods i just love pudding that has berries because it just is so yummy often it's an up the next day yeah and it's a fruit god damn it it's basically a salad sandwich yeah like get it in my face yes so get again on top all in your face <laughs> Oh my god, the name is so good, right? I was like, I we have seriously, it. we have seriously like. If gotten- I had a gym, if I had a gym, I would call it the Blueberry Grunt. Would you? Oh, it's perfect. Yes. Oh my god, and do the decor like blues, like lovely, like blue colors. Yes. Oh, yeah, what a treat! And it's just for gym grunters so that they can get out of the gym that everyone else is in and stop yes. being horrible. I love it so much. This is a great business idea. Can no one steal mm-hmm. it? Can can we go into business together? And Trademark. <laughs> Trademark. <laughs> We've just told the world. Well, not the world because the world doesn't listen to this. But 200 people. Yeah. 200 people. Wow. Um, but, I mean, that's kind of the end of all I had to say. I was just like. We're, Amazing. They're both very warm, yummy comfort foods that are steeped in history. So it's like I Susan it. grunting Susan. Um, toads and dicks. Susan, Susan is basically surrounded by dick. Grunt. Well, we know why Susan is limping now. 
Oh, oh my God. Yes. That is the answer to it. That is why there is mm-hmm. no, that is why. Look, spotted Dick put his toad in her hole. There was some blueberry grunting and now Susan is limping. Yes. You're a bloody genius. There we go. That's why I, I couldn't find any history about it. <laughs> <clears throat> That's why there was no history about it. Yep. Perfect. It's sorted. Done. Rewriting history. Ancestors of American yeah. slavery. We're only joking. It's it's like yeah. sounds kind of funny, but I mean, you know. It sounds funny, not... but I'm also really sorry for where that dish came from. And we're also not actually assholes, so. <laughs> I mean, I'm kind of an asshole. <laughs> nah, you really nah, I'm are. a dick. I'm not a complete asshole. I'm just a dick. A spotted dick, maybe, when you wear polka dots? I mean, I have skin allergies, so yeah. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh. And with that image, we leave you. We do leave you. Rate, so... review, and subscribe. <laughs> Please rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast channel. Um, tell and a the... friend. Put your headphones on the stranger next to you on the bus. Yeah, tell them that wash you're your listening about... Hands. Tell them you're listening about dicks. And then go wash your yes. hands. And also... Um, head to our Instagram and chat with us because we are like on that like crazy and it's awesome and we love the convos that we have with yes. people. You guys Woo. are hilarious. And also, special shout out to the two freaking awesome ladies who left us Facebook reviews. Yes. <laughs> we were so desperate to get Thank some you. Facebook reviews. We're so official. Yay. We're ah. in, we've got two reviews and they were freaking awesome, raving reviews. Loved it loved reading it so thank you so much and i hope that you have um enjoyed episode one of season two of ridiculously hilariously named foods of with relish um but yeah that is the question though would we eat these with relish um i would i would not eat toad in the hole with relish but the other i reckon toad in the hole would be amazing with some chow chow or some pickle lily Oh, I don't know if I'm okay with that, mate. But hey, you know what? More for you, right? More for me. More for you. I'll take the spotted dick. I'll take dick. that one. I'll take the spotted dick any day. Oh, I'll fight you for the dick. We can have the dick. We can I'll share it. I'll grunt and then throw Susan at you. Oh, my God. I need to stop. I need to stop right now. It's really late and I need to go get in the shower. Strong man grunt. You're like, ah. Throw Susan. Take the dick. Runs. I'm going to fight you for that dick. Like a cave woman. <laughs> oh, my God. Good I just girl, imagined, like... You can have the dick. I'll take the toad in the hole. <laughs> I'm not going to fight you for it. I'm with your child you Yeah. Okay, great. I'm glad we've come to an end. I'm just standing there looking shocked with a jar of relish. <laughs> what just happened? I just wanted my toad in the hole. And you can just, like, <laughs> just stand there looking super confused while I'm chowing down on dick. <laughs> just running away with a spotted dick. <laughs> Oh my I god. Go. Yeah, I need to go too. I'm like seriously, <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> but um yeah. yeah, thanks for listening everyone. And if you've got any recommendations bye. on like various cleaning foods, mate, don't say bye yet. We're not going just yet. Just just one second. Uh. Yeah, two seconds. If anyone has any hilariously named foods to tell Jamie and I about that we don't know about, please Instagram us or something. Okay? Bye. Cool. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> oh.